0: all right everyone welcome back to the random city podcast it is now monday march the 21st and it is time to get random i'm jimmy and Georgia, your host as usual and today we have three random random topics to talk about once again we're going to talk about a few things kind of geeky kind of techy and hopefully you'll enjoy it <laughs> i don't know but we'd love to hear your comments your questions your thoughts your theories your whatever you want to talk about suggestions for the show and you can send those into us easily on twitter and other ways as well but we are random city on the twitter so find us there and uh, at replies to direct messages we'd love for you to but today's first topic is ATT's announcement here in just the last few days that they're going to start a metered internet system, basically. That at some point, um, right now they're saying 150 gigabyte usage a month, that's upload and download, that they will, at that cap, charge you extra if you use any more. Um, and there is another service where it's like some super high speed thing, uh, where it would be 250 gigabytes instead of 150. And their little statistics say this only will affect about 8% of their customers. And so, okay, here's my thoughts. I first heard this from my friend Buck, and you may know him from the Big Honkin' Show with Big Honkin' Steve there on the radio. And uh, anyway, first heard about this from Buck on on the Facebook a couple days ago, and Buck said, you know, a little message, a lot of link and stuff, and so I looked at that, and I was kind of like, oh, snap, okay, I'm going to cancel my AT&T and get back to MediaCom, because that's what we have locally, and you may have other cable internet providers where you are, but we have a, a company called MediaCom, and that's what I used to have. It's much faster... It's also much more expensive to me, at least at this point right now, It was an effort to save some money, as I talked about in a previous episode when I talked about canceling my cable, and in addition to canceling my cable, I watch a lot of things on Netflix and Hulu and stuff, so stream a lot of video, some of which is high definition, and so... I was thinking, wow, we must use a ton of gigabytes of bandwidth because of that. And actually, at t has a place where you can check your usage. And I actually only used 50 to 60 on the last two months. So it's really not that bad. But um, I don't know. That's just kind of what's going on with AT&T and how they're going to you know, start capping their internet usage. And it's not too bad of a cap right now. But it'll probably get lower and lower and lower and cost more and more and more as we move forward. And now, as I guess we'll go ahead and switch over to our second topic. AT&T is trying to purchase T-Mobile for about $39 billion, which would give them, I think, roughly 42% of the cell phone market. The FCC, Department of Justice, kind of have to go over this and approve it, and this might take up to like like 12 months for this to actually happen. But yeah, this would definitely be a huge, huge thing for for AT&T. And I I don't really know a lot about T-Mobile as far as how good they really are. Another commercial say they have the fastest 4G network, and all this stuff, blah, 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 Well, AT&T's like, oh, we have the fastest 3G network. Well, it may have a fast 3G network, maybe, but it doesn't cover very much of the country. <laughs> it really doesn't. Verizon has the best network in general. I, don't know, I, I definitely, right now, I am an AT&T customer, but just the fact that they, the Verizon has the iPhone now, I will probably switch to Verizon come this summer once my contract's over. Uh, unless i can you know get a good being able to talk on my phone wherever i go verizon's gonna be able to help me do that whereas at&t just doesn't uh i mean <laughs> and where i live you get off the interstate uh, very far and at&t just shuts down like there's no service and my my phone won't even roam i know back in the day it would just roam to a different like service different tower or something it does not, so, (laughs) yeah, anyway, but yeah, I don't want to make this an entire AT&T episode, I don't believe, so let's move on into our third little topic, which will be Japanese companies um, affected by the earthquake, and one thing I was checking into, I saw this, that even though there was the earthquake, you know, just a couple weeks ago now, I guess it was, uh, two Fridays ago, um, the Nintendo 3DS are still scheduled to come out on March 27th, they don't, and I saw this little press release or whatever. It says business operations, including future product shipments, have not been significantly affected so far. And so, yeah, Nintendo is plugging right along, which is fun. And uh, I don't know, it was just one of those things I was thinking about. I got that Nintendo uh, Mario uh, All Stars. I told y'all guys about on a, a podcast a few days ago. It's like, you know what? That would be kind of sad if Nintendo got destroyed in a in an uh, earthquake or something. But, um, yeah, the 3DS, which some people are looking forward to having their, um, Nintendo eyes, will still be shipping here the next few days, actually. it's Today's the 21st, so Sunday, I guess, is when it's supposed to. Okay, the well, next up, see over there in Japan. Sony, um, as you may or may not know, is a Japanese company as well, and they had, we well, had some damage and stuff in this, uh, Sony actually employs like 60,000 people over there in Japan, and had a... Had some pretty bad stuff going on um, with the earthquake and the tsunami. Two of the company's sites, the Blu-ray disc factory and research development lab, were badly damaged by the flooding. And it also says that like 1,100 employees were trapped in the upper floors of the building, which is kind of crazy. And eight more factories that make stuff like lithium-ion batteries, semiconductor lasers, thrown offline because of the electrical failures. But yeah, it's just kind of crazy. Um, When you think about it, I really didn't think about the business side of things, at least there's companies like this until now, and I don't know how much money that has been damaged to them or how much that might cost them to recover, but that's got to be pretty huge, I would think. I don't know, that's one of those things, see, I just just kind of go off and that'll be it. Here, we're talking about the, uh, the tsunami and the earthquake and everything, even the nuclear stuff now. You know, we in America, once it's not on the headlines on the news anymore, we don't seem to care, (laughs) in general, and we really shouldn't be that way. I mean, we should care about what's going on around the world and in our country and other countries, but I really do see, I think, most of the time, once you know whatever it is—Haiti or Hurricane Katrina or the oil spill or whatever it is—once it's not you know the top of the headline news, we're saying, eh, whatever, they're okay. No, not so much. We definitely need to help people um, in in need and uh, pray for them as well. It would be great. But anyway, I guess we'll wrap up our little show. All right, we'll see you Wednesday, March the 23rd for the next episode of the Random City Podcast, y'all. Oh, and one note, today actually is... The two-year anniversary of the Random City Podcast, and in my efforts here recently making it a tri-weekly podcast, I have been able to cross the uh, the 25-episode mark. This is episode 27, and <laughs> that shows you in two years, we're averaging just over an episode a month. <laughs> So, yeah, but we're getting a lot better. And so we appreciate you for listening. And thank you for, you know, this anniversary episode. Literally. I don't, don't, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, thanks. We'll see you next time on the Random City Podcast. Stay random, everybody.